0: Hollywood Murder. Hi, Anastasia's here. I want to welcome you to The Killer's Mystery. This week we're going to talk about an interesting murder that surprisingly still hasn't been solved. With all the information that the police has and all the evidence, it should have been closed years ago. But we're going to talk about and find out why it's still considered unsolved. On January 15, 1948, a young woman, Betty Bersinger and her daughter Anne, were going to a shoe repair store. As Betty states, as she was walking through the parking lot, I glanced to my right and saw this very dead white body. It was separated in the middle. The body discovered was of a young 22-year-old Elizabeth Short. She was completely naked and her body was split in half at the waist. When the police arrived and the way they found her body was kind of odd. As her eyes were open, her arms were placed above her head and her legs were spread wide apart. Not only... Elizabeth was completely cut in half but she was also hit in the head many times. That could have possibly been the cause of her death. She also had pieces of her body that were cut out and her slits had three inch long cuts on both sides. And even though there was so much damage done to her body There was absolutely no blood at the crime scene. As if the body was drained of blood and scrubbed before it was placed where she was found. When an autopsy was performed, it was found that she did die due to brain hemorrhage. And the marks on her body revealed that she was most likely tortured. After hearing all this information, it made me feel and think of serial killer vibes, kind of like Ted Bundy style. The autopsy also revealed that the cuts on her body were very clean. It provided clues to the police that someone with surgical skills may have been responsible for those cuts. After the police was able to identify the body by fingerprints, they try to get more information from the public in hopes of trying to put the puzzle pieces together and solving this case. It was also found that she just moved to Hollywood in hopes of finding an acting job. She was also working as a waitress to get some extra cash. When her murder got into the newspaper, they call her the Black Dahlia because she was known for wearing all black clothes and she had really, really dark black hair. Her story made headlines in L.A. in no time. Only nine days after Betty found the dead body, an envelope arrived to the examination room. It contained some of Elizabeth's belongings. All of the items had gasoline on them in order to remove fingerprints and other dna residue in total over the time of the investigation 13 letters were sent to the police the murderer tried really hard to get rid of all the evidence but on one of the letters he left a fingerprint the police traced it but the fingerprints were not in their files meaning the person never committed a crime, and therefore police couldn't detect who it was. There were three main suspects. First, Robert Red mainly. a salesman, he had a relationship with Elizabeth for over a month before she died. According to him, first, Elizabeth did not like him at all. She wouldn't even acknowledge him, wouldn't speak to him. But he was very consistent, so she gave him a chance. So for a whole month, he would take her out on dates. The last time they hung out was in Biltmore Hotel, and he left her there at 6 p.m. on January 9th. Coincidentally, this was the last place Elizabeth was seen alive. He was investigated and forced to take two polygraphy tests which both stated that he was telling the truth and he was innocent. So the police ended up ruling him out as one of the suspects. Suspect number two, with an unknown name, came from Ralph Ostow. He was the last leading detective from the original investigation. He claims that within weeks, he found the man who he believes is responsible for this murder as he received a description of a man that was seen at a crime scene and there was also a black car there. But he had no hard evidence and he was unable to confront his suspect. The last and final suspect is Dr. George Haddell. The weird thing is that he was actually one of the detective's father. He was reported to have been a non-practicing surgeon as he just breezed through medical school and never actually became a surgeon. The very interesting thing is that after his death, the detectives found photos of Elizabeth and his belongings. It was believed that they possibly had some kind of relationship, or at least they knew each other. As the investigation continued, it was also found that the death of Jenny French was possibly by George. Her death was three weeks after Elizabeth's. When she was found, she had the same body descriptions and was found in an empty lot, similarly as to Elizabeth. There were initials on her body, BD, probably standing for Black Dahlia, as the investigators stated. The notes sent by the killer matched Hadell's handwriting. Not only that, but the DB initials also matched his handwriting. Coincidentally, he also drove a black car that perfectly matched the witness's description that was stated to the detectives. The car that was seen leaving the Elizabeth's crime scene. Interesting, but a few years after the murder, George decided to move to the Philippines, or like some people like to say, escape. Then, later in 1967, a woman there was found with the same kind of injuries, same position as previous victims, also in an empty parking lot. At this point, it wasn't even a question whether or not George was the murder but for some reason police did not want to convict him and to this day we don't know why or what happened some investigators believe that george was eliminated as a suspect because he had some dirt on the police and they were scared that it was going to come out if they charged him for the murders Therefore, when he moved, they couldn't actually prove that he was the man that killed Elizabeth. Another very suspicious thing to me is that most of the evidence from the Black Dahlia case went missing. The weird thing to me is how can something in custody, in police custody, can just go missing? some very important information that could have helped solve the case. Therefore, part of me does believe the investigator's theory that the police actually had to do something with covering up George. But I guess we'll never know because there has been so many years and most of the evidence has gone missing and there's no more proof. Even George has already been dead, and there's no one to convict. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I hope to see you guys back next week.